Welcome to The Conversation, where we talk about life, family, and ministry, and how we can apply that to our everyday lives so we can be our best selves every day. The Conversation is an outreach arm of Reach Innovations, and you can check us out on our website at reachinnovations.com. Tell me who's who so I need to... Whatever one you're plugged into. If so your dad's plugged in there, I'm, I'm plugged me. in here. See, you traced their cable. Yeah, why didn't you put you or dad on that side? Becca? <laughs> It'd make more sense. Not talking about this. Okay, case in point. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> We're going to work through this. Topic. We're going to get through this. Out right here. So your topic I'm is offended. working through issues? When, well, what's the topic? Becca, there? you know how to word this a little bit better than I do. So. What? <laughs> um... Uh, yes, everyone is approached every day with the different situations, different circumstances, different people with different personalities. And so, um, a lot of times like you are rubbed wrong and you hold on to that and then it trickles throughout your day and then you go to a meeting or something, maybe you don't agree with someone and then you're really getting heated and not realizing that the heat was really from what happened that morning, Mm -hmm. you know, at the breakfast table or whatever. And, Mm -hmm. um, in the key to everything, he actually talks about, we, I also wanted to touch on this as we get into this. There was a book called the key to everything and it's written by Matt Keller, Matt Keller. And, um, he talked about how most pain has a pinpoint, like had a, a starting point that you just have to think and go back to where did that why am I dealing with this problem right now? Like, why is my attitude towards this person or this situation bad? And most of the time you can pinpoint it from something in your past, from something that went on, that happened, that rubbed you the wrong way, mm-hmm. and you didn't let it grow properly. You didn't let it glow, grow. No, don't let it grow. You didn't let it go. Mm-hmm. So, right. um, yes, whoever would like to start. Wow. Let's do this thing. Well, I can, but I won't. Go ahead. No, honey. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you you <laughs> just you. you just said something about you know you thought about that that pain that happened to you, um, not you, but <clears throat> hypothetically, you know whoever whoever you are, um, you throughout the day and it just kind of festered and and I learned something this past week. I heard it um, on an actual podcast and. The, the the speaker was saying pain is in the thought realm. Mm-hmm. Now, he was talking about physical pain. This person had gone through some major back pain and it even kind of stopped them in their tracks for a couple of months until they were actually healed of this. But he said pain is in the thought life because he said, you know, when you're when somebody goes in for a, a, an operation, they put them under, they put them to sleep. And why do they do that? So they don't feel the pain. Mm-hmm. Well, figuratively speaking, and in the mental realm, when you are asleep, most of the time you're not thinking about mm-hmm. that pain that was caused you, and so you're sleeping. And when I heard about when I heard that, I thought, you know, that is so true. It is in the thought realm. Physical pain is in the thought realm. Emotional pain is in the thought realm, mm-hmm. and not dealt with can fester and can become um an an affected part you know of you and so you're reacting you're not responding to people around you but you're reacting and the only thing i know reactors are good for is they kind of blow up after a little while (laughs) yeah but whenever there's an accident on the road who's the first to get there what are they called 
first, first responders. responders. They're responding to the situation. They're keeping their head, <laughs> you know, they're keeping their thoughts under control in this in this high stress situation. So I want to be a responder and not a reactor. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't want to blow up because of the pain caused. Yeah. Pain pain comes to everyone in in every shape, size, form. It's going to come. If you're if you're breathing, you're going to experience pain in some form. But it's what you do with that pain mm-hmm. that will determine the kind of person that you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting that they have like these different step programs for people that are trying to break free from an addiction, a habit. And what's the first thing that they have them do in those programs is they 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 stand up and they say, hi, my name is so and so. And I am an alcoholic. I'm a drug addict. I'm whatever. But they're acknowledging that they're having a challenge Mm -hmm. with it, you know. And and I think sometimes what happens is because we don't let things go when, when things, when we find out about things, maybe you saw a post on social media, Mm -hmm. you know, that, and you learned something that you didn't know. Um, and, and somehow it connects to you or it connects to your organization or your ministry or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And, and it's hurtful to you. And if you don't deal with that, then It'll deal with you. It'll deal with you. Mm -hmm. And you'll wind up accidentally hurting people that you love, uh, you know, or being in a situation where you could potentially hurt somebody that you love just Mm -hmm. because um, you're dealing with that situation. You're Mm -hmm. dealing with that thought, Mm -hmm. right? you know, that's trying to to take over and trying to keep you uh, from what you need to do that day. Mm-hmm. You know? Now, what what do you guys do, Zach? This is for you or Rebecca. What do you guys do when you hear someone coming at you and maybe they're speaking out of their irritation but not, I mean, how do you balance, how do you filter um, when somebody's speaking out of your their uh, irritation but yet trying to bring correction? Or direction, but yet you hear irritation. Mm-hmm. Is there a because that we, we you hear that from from a lot of people? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you process that? <clears throat> I think realizing too that correction is good, and correction is also um, a great way to be teachable. And so my mind always goes to. I need to look at the big picture and not just the little things in the conversation that I'm like, I think I don't agree with that or like not exactly there, but I understand why you're upset and I understand the correction. Mm-hmm. And so the big picture, yes, I apologize, you know. Um, oh, so we're supposed to apologize when we're right and apologize <laughs> when we're wrong. Yes, because obviously I was in the wrong because I did something. You know, mm-hmm. um, but it's not getting stuck up on the. It's when people get stuck up on the little things of like, oh, they that they use the word always. Like I always do that. I don't always do that. You know, mm-hmm. that type of stuff. They always in the specific. nevers. And it's like, whenever you extend that, then it like exceeds and it grows the what you think is a conversation, but it's an argument. Mm-hmm. You know, when really, if I just like put down my own will and say, okay. You know, in my own mind, big picture wise, I was wrong. So I apologize for that. Mm-hmm. And and for me, I look at, um, I was just looking up scriptures here. And it says in Proverbs fifteen eighteen that a hot tempered man stirs up strife, but he who is slow to anger quits contention. And so 
when I, whenever I read that, whatever I see from that is whoever's slow to anger uh, quiets contention. Sorry, not quits contention, but quiets contention mm-hmm. is always when somebody does approach me possibly and I can and and because you can always tell when someone's responding to you through emotions instead of you know just being straightforward Mm -hmm. like you can tell when someone's approaching you and maybe they're you know you can just you you see it on them Mm -hmm. you know you you can tell whether or not they're angry whether or not they're joyful or what whatever (laughs) Mm -hmm. and sometimes for me if someone ever comes up to me and and approaches me and and you know starts talking to me out of frustration or anger many times what I'll try to do is I mean the least thing that would help the situation at that point is to try to come back at them in that moment but it's hearing what they have to say and then seeing if they're willing to listen Mm. because a lot of times you can try and tell somebody something and be like yeah okay but if they're not in it if they're not going to put themselves in a position to listen to what you have to say then really what you're doing is you're just punching the air Mm -hmm. you know your words aren't actually going to go and do anything no and so many times it's it's not not to get psychological or anything like that but it's like you really kind of have to read people and fill out the conversation Mm -hmm. um because if you don't and if you allow yourself to be driven by emotions like two people who respond out of being driven by their emotions that can that can destroy relationships. Well, your grandfather, yeah. my father-in-law, had a great revelation, and he 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 talked to us one day, and he was talking about, you know, if you if somebody comes at you at anger, and you respond in anger, you have just established anger, mm-hmm. because if any two agree on one thing, it shall be established. Right. Right. And that was just a big light bulb for me that it was like, you know, I could see it. Mm-hmm. And so what, but what does the word of God say in, in Proverbs? A soft answer turns, turns away, away wrath. wrath. Mm-hmm. So you're not coming into agreement with that anger, even though it can be very easy mm-hmm. to be frustrated with what, why are you mad at me? I did nothing to you. And mm-hmm. so here you are, you're establishing that anger. Right. But, and sometimes it's important that you just got to bite your lip. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes the best thing to say in that moment is nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To learn the language of silence. Right. In which <laughs> I'm working on I can, that. I can do that a lot sometimes <laughs> to where even Becca will look at me and she'll be like, oh say word. something. Yeah. Um, because like maybe, so maybe, mad at him maybe, sometimes, but you're the type of guy that will just make me, <laughs> make me laugh, which is good. Cause didn't we see a meme or something the other day? And it was mm-hmm. like, if your wife ever gets like super angry at you, just throw just, a blanket just throw, over their throw head a, throw and a, see what happens. No, no, it's a if, if 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 your wife is ever angry at you, just take a towel and throw it around her shoulders and say, "Now you're super mad." And, if and she, it said if like, either she'll, she'll laugh either or she'll, she'll either, punch you. Yeah, or she'll, she'll you. either laugh and love you, or she'll or you're about to die. Yeah, basically, <laughs> it's a, hopefully it's the latter. Um, but that's kind of how it is with us. It's really funny. But a lot of times, you know, I know in my heart Zach's in the right, but I'm so stuck on nope, you know, and so I'll just stick it out and he'll be answering, you know, in like the sweet, soft, kind words and everything. And I just like, get me out of here. Like I'm about to blow. And so Becca's um, admit it, quit it, forget it. Get out of here. And I'm the one that likes to keep talking. And so one of my areas of learning is needing to stop 
<laughs> and step back and just listen. Because I want to talk out every little detail and why, not necessarily saying I'm right, but it's like, all right, now let's talk about why you were wrong. Or, you know, like, <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's keep talking. I feel the need personally to explain myself because mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like that validates my my point yeah. or my thought <clears throat> process because if you only understood if you really understood what I was thinking then you wouldn't be upset or then we wouldn't be having this because this was my Maybe, right? my the, the root of why and it just gets all mishmashy and yeah. I need mm-hmm. to learn what what Zach I need to do what Zach was talking about just yeah, be perfect, quiet everyone oh my goodness <laughs> please that, no that trumps us all on this no one. but I mean just something that the Lord just dropped in my spirit was it's important that when someone is talking that we listen now that doesn't entail that we need to listen to what the individual is saying but we need to be listening to the spirit of god and what he's telling us to say Mm. in response that's what jesus always did that's what i see jesus in the bible doing people are always like man like jesus he had the best one-liners ever and it's like why you know when when Mm -hmm. a man who's his friends lay him down you know from the roof in peter's house in front of jesus and the first thing jesus says is your sins are forgiven you know, if I'm there in the midst of that crowd, I'm thinking, why didn't she just said be healed? Because obviously, why would he need his sins forgiven? Mm-hmm. Well, Jesus wasn't looking at the current situation or the current scenario that was dictating how he was going to respond to it. He was listening to what his father said, and that dictated what he was going to say. Mm-hmm. And what he said, that completely changed the entire scenario. So it's not saying like when somebody's yelling at you that you just need to be like, Lord, give me this one word that I can speak that just makes everybody go, whoa. You mm-hmm. know, but it's just being obedient in those hard times because those times are hard because, you know, you want to say something. Your flesh and be, wants to yeah, you want to say, no, you're wrong. But instead, it's not. It goes back to what the Lord told me a couple months ago, which is not to tell people how wrong they are, but how right Jesus is. Mm. And Jesus can only be right if you allow yourself to stop in that moment of a heated dispute or a conversation and just listen to what God is speaking. Because he's saying something all the time, but are you listening? Because when you say something, it'll either resonate with them or it won't, but at least you were obedient. And if people, I've been guilty of this, as I'm listening, I'm formulating my reply <clears throat> and you're loading your gun well not necessarily that way but yeah, you know but too, but yeah. it can be you know um and so it's it, listening listening with the intent of understanding that's no good. but i and yeah i know what you're saying i we were we were ha- having fellowship with a couple recently and and i and i remember that they were talking to me you had stepped out and they were talking, sharing some things that, you know, was going on. And I was praying, asking the Lord to help me because I saw some things that they were saying that, that I could bring light from the word on, but, but wanted to do it in the right way at the right time Mm -hmm. so that it would be received. Right. You know, so that God could speak to their heart, not fill, you know, Mm -hmm. but, but I knew, and I said, well, Lord, do you want me to share that? And he goes, no, not yet. And so, you know, there's a time Mm -hmm. to step. And then when, when, then he said, yeah, now share it. Yeah. And I did, and there was no response, but later they came back to me and said, man, when you said this, Mm. that really affected us. Mm -hmm. I mean, we felt like the Holy Spirit was speaking to us Mm -hmm. through that. And I Mm -hmm. thought, glory to God. Yeah, that was him, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. right. And, and walking in that, living in that takes practice. Mm-hmm. It, now, what about the person, 
you know, as I'm listening to you, what about the person that is, is so much so trying to get in control of their emotions? Now they're having difficulty listening to the voice of the spirit because there's now that pull on their emotions. They got, you know, the Bible says to be angry. Let me see. I just read the scripture here in, yeah, the, I just found it in a Psalm four, verse four and five. Oh, says, it's you guys run totally different pages. Yeah, we're in different, <laughs> different twice. books, but, but you're, you're on the same idea though. Um, be angry and do, do not, not sin. sin. Meditate Ephesians within 4, your 26. heart on your bed and be still. <laughs> so, <laughs> so be angry and sin not. Yeah. You know, but I mean, it's rising. It's like a pressure cooker, you know? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and so how does a person get past that, let that go and mm. position themselves in a place to hear the voice of the spirit so they can respond in, in love, even though they're angry. Cause God didn't say, Hey, don't be angry. Never get angry. He never said that. Right. I mean, he even said, God, even God got angry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, God did. So, I mean, exactly. So you can get angry. <laughs> We're going to talk about that after this. <laughs> Becca's like, Oh That's where boy. my mind is going. We're getting so I'm like, to it. Sometimes you just need to let it out. So what is said at the Johnson table stays at the Johnson table. <laughs> right. Is that what we're trying to say? Unless it's going over a podcast. Well, no. it's something, something that, um, that I do, and this is just me personally is <clears throat> I never allow myself to get angry. I allow myself or I never allow myself to get angry, but I do get frustrated sometimes because I don't know, just whenever I hear the word angry, sometimes it just gives me the <laughs> sense of, <laughs> I don't know, like <laughs> harsh like angry birds. Fr- frustration just, fr- frustration just sounds softer. Once again, that's just me. But, um, yeah, I venture to say no on that one. <laughs> well, like I said, that's just me. No, but I need it. In, Some in, people need. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but in those moments, though, if you I okay, mean, let's just call it a heated moment. You don't want to call it to anger, even though that's what I it didn't is. Say I but call it. but let's. Have you ever seen let's Zach say it's, angry? Oh. I've seen him extremely frustrated. What? <laughs> <laughs> My point exactly. <laughs> And in those times, <laughs> he's quiet. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. And, yeah. and which that's, is which is really a polite word for dude anger. Goes before you, praise the Lord. He knows how to push our buttons, but do we know his? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I just, I mean, in in the midst of, in the midst of, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Just whenever, whenever I have found myself being in those moments where I may be working with an individual and for whatever reason I'm allowing myself to get frustrated. Maybe it's because I'm just been short on sleep or something and, you know, emotions flare up and, and things like that. But you found out some news. Yeah. (laughs) But like maybe your boys didn't do too good on the field last week or something, you know, know. well, praying for a moment of moment of quiet. Yeah. Oh, we got to hurry up. But, um, ready to kick off. Yeah. Sorry. Anyways, (laughs) I'll make this real short. I'm closing. This is all about (laughs) whatever. I'm beginning to close. But we have two more minutes. If if you're ever in that, what I found is if I'm ever in that situation where I do see that I'm just gradually becoming more and more frustrated, I'll, it's important that I catch myself Mm -hmm. because if I, because a lot of times you you know when you're angry. Mm-hmm. You know when you're frustrated. It's not something that you're like, boom, all of a sudden I'm angry. What? How did I get here? Where'd that come from? You know, from? like, you know, <laughs> you know the buttons that some people can push. And when people start pushing those buttons, and for me, s- some of my buttons 
have gotten pushed, you know, before in not very good situations. And what I've had to do is I've had to just separate myself from the scenario just for a little bit Mm -hmm. and just get alone and just regain my focus, Mm -hmm. regain my focus. Cause that's the biggest thing that the enemy has really been after me on is trying to divert my focus. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy to lose focus when you're angry, when you're frustrated, Mm -hmm. you lose sight of the vision, you lose side of the reason why you're doing what you're doing because you're being driven by how that person or that situation is making you feel in the moment. Mm -hmm. So you're saying pull away and allow God to help you get refocused. Yeah. Conceal. Don't feel. Don't let it show. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, can we be real here? (laughs) A story just came to me um, about two people around this table about buttons being pushed and it has everything to do with um, socks and, and, and I'm not gonna, I'm what? not, I'm not totally gonna look. She was thinking, I feel like she's talking look. about all three of us, no. honestly. Here we go. So we would have a child that <laughs> would come back into our go. home after you know traveling and they would come back to our home and borrow socks. And, <laughs> and one, one parent between the two of us, one parent would get really frustrated because they would say, my socks are gone. Where are my socks? Like, I'm so glad I know who it like, is and is not I'm me. like, it's, it's just socks. Dad is and a sock so, person. <laughs> And I am too. I just don't think to go buy socks, and but so, I like Okay, them. so you it's out there. It's out there. So Becca would yes. come and borrow dad's socks. Mom's like trying so to stay anonymous. Where are you going with this? Honey? So well, my point is, you and, I, right, you and I would have sh- sh- this conversation of, where are my socks? Like and, I, and I remember ones. telling you one time, let's buy more socks. It's just socks. And I said, until you get over that, the We're enemy so is going to bring that up. It's going to be an irritant to you. And, and, the real Sometimes picture is, does it matter? Grab them, because I knew he would say Does it matter? <laughs> <laughs> you're going, girl, you're going barefoot, but girl. I understood his, uh, fashion, his fashion, fashion. frustration because most of the time he would never get them back because I would just, you know, borrow and then like. And he wears socks and there in lies all the, the issue. time. <laughs> never goes barefoot, this man. So That's the um, other thing. If you know you're pressing buttons, you better stop. Right, but also <laughs> if you can no, identify like, those buttons that get pushed, you can alleviate. You, you can change the button. Yeah, you know, you can just put a put that safety on that button, and, and so any, the whole so that the enemy can't get to amen. that because it can just be the little things of okay. life. So let's get <laughs> let's get to how am I now? What, so, oh, you're fine. Oh, you're fine <laughs> because I grab Becca. He'll even say, "Hey, I just Becca, buy more now." Need, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's my point. You my found provider. a way to. I found to Six pairs behind the washer and dryer. Oh, I like the that Lord through you. Circumvent. You, sound, you sounded really smart there for the, a second. The button being pushed, and so yeah. you alleviated that. You eliminated yeah. that out of your life, mm-hmm. and so now it's a non-issue. Now yeah. we can talk about it and laugh about it, and the world can hear it and be like, "You too. You the have Johnsons a sock had a sock issue. issue. Oh my goodness. Well, another sock issue what? was with you and me, buddy. Are you kidding me? Whoa. No. Because I was doing <laughs> laundry. Do enlighten me. I was doing laundry. As I do all the time, and your socks. Like you oh, always I always do them, them inside out. They're always bunched. I always up. take them off, and I just they're always they're inside wrong out. Side out. They're so I was for your future wife. So I would, yeah. So I would always get frustrated <laughs> during the sock folding portion of the laundry pile and i'll be like oh i'm just gonna give them back to him just Oof. all wadded up and bundled up were you really frustrated and the holy spirit stopped me and he said 
if you're teaching him excellence, you have to parent excellence oh. in front of him. So basically, Ouch. turn the socks right side out, put them together, and return them the right way. And I'm very pleased to say that to this day, I have mostly well, turned my socks right side out. let's just say my patience has grown. Mostly. So um, I'm okay now. I'm being generous. I'm saying mostly. But my point mm-hmm. is, find the button. I mean, <laughs> identify the buttons. And even possibly yeah. have a loved one who's close to you. Just share and be be open I think, to someone identifying yes, those buttons so that you yes. can just deal with it. One of the coolest things mm-hmm. about our family and one of the main reasons we are so close like we are today that we can laugh about simple stuff we like this. We share socks. Yeah, that's the moral <laughs> to this story. Um, no, it's, it's like everyone is willing to grow and change and adapt. Mm. I mean, we lived in an RV um, for at least three years together, right? Mm-hmm. Two, three yeah. years, yeah. and then the five years, years total right? on the road. We were divided. Um, and so the, nothing pulls out the fruit of the spirit like living <laughs> in an RV with four people full time. That breaks down the side of the road RV. in the in the heat of summer yeah. when yes. there's no air conditioning. Yes, or if and you have to make a quick laying down adjustment at two thirty in the morning, everyone yeah. feels and so it. you learn yeah, the whole bus moves. <laughs> <laughs> and there was no way you to enjoy over. that except no. to. Honestly, learn each other's personalities, to grow with them, to be willing to change and adapt, mm-hmm. and um, be okay. Yeah, <laughs> not walk end. on. See, and the the world says walk on eggshells around that person. Just just keep the peace. Keep, keep the peace. Not just we are be not okay, peace, honey. The Bible okay. says we are not supposed to be <laughs> peacekeepers. We're supposed, supposed to be, be peacemakers. Peace There's oh, a big mm. difference. Oh. Peacekeepers will will allow everybody to stay in their muck and in their mire and in their sin. But peacekeepers brings peace. So, you can be yes. peaceful in, in a volatile mm-hmm. situation and bring peace. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm what, sorry. What are those? Why can't we all no, just okay. get along? Can't we just all Why can't be, we be friends? friends? <laughs> um, what is that bar, that candy bar? Kudos. That's it. Kudos. I want to give kudos to dad because like what? for some reason a while back I was be getting cooties, wow. a little kudos. bit a little bit irritated and I remember going to mom and I'm going to talk about this because we're all good. It's out here. It's, it's going to stay around, the, around our table. <laughs> we'll stay right we'll be having a time um, of prayer after the You can, you can <laughs> tell the frustrations rising. No, no. no I'm just kidding. No, but like because um, I remember I would like come out to the breakfast table and dad would come out from exercising or whatever and be like, honey, are you going to make my breakfast? And mom's like making her breakfast and making his breakfast. And I literally would sit there and just be like, and I remember going up to mom and being like, is that what it's going to be like when I, <laughs> when I get married? Because I don't know about this, you know, type stuff. I got like, so the marriage I'm, ready. I'm not sure that, no, I, no, no, that, no. I, that I said it that no, way. No, it was just <laughs> the way she perceived it. It was just, yes, exactly. The perception of, wait, you do his laundry, you make him food, like what? And all this stuff. And um, and he puts a roof over your head. Come on, come on. Yeah, yeah exactly. And uh, hit me up. Leaving you hanging. Yeah, come on. I think what the the that? kudos is for now. I see it, and not that that was a changing moment for anyone but me, because I learned to. That's okay. It's just him. You don't get along. But now I look around the house, and no joke, guys. Like, not even kidding. Dad takes the clothes from the dryer he folds them he makes eggs and i'm like what is my dad doing he's (laughs) he came into my room like twice on saturday with two loads of laundry he was like he was like 
Are it's because is after it you said death? that to your mom, she oh. wouldn't make my breakfast no. anymore. <laughs> no, but I did find it funny. No. We've been married 26 years, and I just saw on a little little post the other day a couple that's been married a little bit about a year. And she was saying something that I've thought many times, but she said, I had no idea that when I, after I got married, I would be having to dress two people. Yeah. And meaning her husband <laughs> would, would always say, what do you mean to wear? What do you mean to wear? And I'm like, yeah. just hurt? get dressed. <laughs> no. Just get dressed. But little does she know that when she has Same little people, fly, she'll be dressing more than yeah, just yeah. herself and yeah. her husband. But she'll be dressing them too. That's basically an example well, let's, of let's everyone is adaptable. <clears throat> let's like, answer I'm this willing question to for a minute. Okay, it's Dad's turn. Because because we gotta be ripping on Dad. We love you so much. I I literally do. You know, I mean, when you pastor a church, you 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 do what good pastors do. You stand at the door when everybody's leaving, so you shake hands. Mm -hmm. Such a good talk to everybody, right? You're a good pastor. No, just trying to just keep up with what's going on in people's lives. But so people are walking out, saying goodbye to people, and I get this more often than not. People will say. Man, I like how your wife dresses you today. So, just for the record, let's. I don't dress you. Who dresses? You don't. Do I you don't dress you. You dress yourself. Dad. You are an amazing man, and you wowed me before we were married. Yeah, there's no way that but our entire family. But me how many how many wives yeah. do? Oh yeah, pick there's them a, out. They pick a, out the clothes and they lay them out for their husband, and I'm like, wow. What the wife should look like and what the husband should look wow. like, and really the status should be the word of God. If I, I like Ooh. it, I wear it. I read. It. Oh, yeah. Man. Now since we're getting deep, because oh! we have She's literally like 30 drop, seconds. Dropping dimes. John and Lisa Bevere wrote a book, The Story of Marriage, and. It's about their story it and everything. And they talked <clears throat> about in a part that I've never forgotten. I mentioned it to grandma, I think the other day um, we were talking and it's about how their marriage was at a very critical point. I think it was their first five years or first, I don't know, some mm-hmm. years in the in, and things were not looking good. And it, they noticed God revealed to them as they were seeking him that their roles were shifted that she was trying to pick up what God had the man of the house to do. Mm -hmm. And he was doing what the wife should be doing and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting whenever they actually got Mm. the roles back in place Mm -hmm. that the peace was there again, because the grace was on him to do that. And the grace was on her to do that. And so not saying what, what, what is a yoke to me is a mantle to him. And so I learned that years ago, actually through the Bavir ministry and vice versa. because That's why I don't cook for anybody else other than me. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want me to cook. But for as you. as Same. we close, a scripture that came to me about uh, earlier about you know what do you do when somebody comes that comes to you out of frustration and out of you know and they're, and they're out of out of anger and there's a scripture that we filter and you guys are so good to to quote it every morning um, with our with our family confessions about and you 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 start off by saying I choose now the I choose is your is your point can you but uh, in the put Bible, that back in context, it, does, it says so. I will uh, I would choose to think on things that things are pure, that are pure lovely, lovely acceptable. Come on, mom, dad, say it with me. I choose to think on things that are pure, lovely, acceptable, and of a good, good report. report. Mom's always like, oh, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> well, you drop a few because there's actually more in there. That's why That's why you <laughs> lose this me. NLT or King James? Well, no, the, this is the, message. Huh? The, no, the cool thing is, 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 that, is that you started off by saying, I choose. 
yeah. because it's a choice. Mm-hmm. And so another time we'll talk about our family confessions, but you added that after what, 10, 12 years. So that's why we're a little slow we to get it. It, it has thrown the entire new. family. It's, it's, it's the new. I don't know how to do my I want our confessions anymore. the way they used to be. <laughs> all right, let's go guys. These are Good the new Testament ones. <laughs> I remember when they were, all, it only took us 30 seconds to say our confession. <laughs> now we're almost at a minute. No, no, no like we're like, we're beyond that. that. Yeah, we're beyond, we're that. beyond that. that. Well, maybe I'm just like, good morning, Holy Spirit. I'm <laughs> <laughs> you just say I'm bad. I will hear your voice in a very popular This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad. Like we used to say, the fellowship of the unashamed. We just kind of wanted to say Thank you, guys. I think one of the many morals of today tonight was that there is a way to still be close with those that you're having, yes. you know, problems yeah. with, especially family. Yeah. yeah. Family, you're never going to get away from. Nope. Like mm-hmm. they are there. Mm-hmm. And you might as well, you might as well talk. Yes. You might as well begin to have the conversation. Don't mm-hmm. clam up. Mm-hmm. Don't start the cold war because that yeah. is going to make it, that's going to prolong it and mm-hmm. it'll go Right. day after week after month after mm-hmm. year right. and later you'll be awkward. kicking yourself going mm-hmm. why didn't we talk about be this willing to be wrong yeah mm-hmm. you know one of the greatest you know, things that i learned how to do as a dad which is humbling but it's it set me free is go, being willing to go to my kids and apologize because mm-hmm. because you're because you're wrong does. at times you don't we do it too. you don't always get it right but mm-hmm. it sets an example and my kids have come and apologized yes. to me my mm-hmm. wife is you know well she doesn't very often because she doesn't do much wrong because you hardly ever do anything wrong i think we just went into ot and your boys are getting ready to play kickoff i know, I don't know. like the national anthem is no your mom now. apologizes so i'm kidding but that's so important though keep the conversation going yes that, and that will help you don't ever respond out of emotion Mm-hmm. Don't be led by emotion because mm-hmm. you're only going to hurt the relationships more. It's and don't apologize by just saying sorry. Nuh-uh. For Not me. acceptable. It, yeah. And that's something or that you and Dad really sorry, taught us. But yeah, that, that okay, cancels you out. You just cancels negated out. your... Hey, man, I'm so sorry. You missed a great but like, opportunity but I was for totally an apology. Right. I was totally cool. I was like, <laughs> it was you who was having an issue. Right, right. You know, I was like, uh, I forget. But what were you going to say real quick as we close again? Um, um, we can't just say, I'm sorry. You yeah, and that's it. something that you and Dad... Uh, I was about to say grew us imparted, up. That's not even taught. a thing. You grew you up. All, we brought re- us up to a higher level of living you. through whenever we did go to apologize, we would say, I apologize. I was wrong for <laughs> doing this. And it really puts you in a for vulnerable position. But the best thing that you can do in that situation is being honest mm-hmm. and coming to terms and knowing that sometimes you're going to be wrong. And here's, and what, here's what's going to happen. But you're it's going to do that. Healing, health and restoration mm. is going to come to that relationship. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly what's does happen. what? Opens the, opens the door to every, every confusion, evil work. Every evil work. So now, so <laughs> you have every evil work <laughs> and you're confused. Yeah. 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 That's and it's terrible. cold out there. You were like, I'm so confused. Girl, that's of the devil. Don't be confused. Girl, you don't need to do that. You need to set down those tabloids right now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, love y'all. Bye. 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 Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to check out more episodes of The Conversation on SoundCloud and on iTunes. A new episode premieres every Monday, so be sure to check that out. Thanks again for listening.